I talked about calling fire from heaven. I just want to encourage you to go over, and that is so good. And we will revisit that topic again and go from there. But today, I'd like to share what the Lord has put in my heart, and it, it is titled, At the Wall. This is going to be awesome. Hallelujah. And um, just want to let us know that today is a good day. Today is a brand new day. Today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and let us be excited. Let us shout hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. Yes, we are going to talk about the word, the word of God, the word of God that has come forth. You know, the scripture clearly stated that in First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 11, now he said, all these things happen unto them for our examples, and they are written for what? Our admonition upon whom the end of the earth has come. Hallelujah. <coughs> Excuse me. Upon whom the end of the earth has come. And we also have it in uh, Romans chapter 15, verse 4. He said, for whatever things we are written before, we are written for our learning. They, that we, through the patience and comfort of the scripture, might have hope. In other words, many of these words that have been spoken, or the Holy Bible that has been given to us, we have having examples we are having things that has happened before and they are there compiled for us to learn and move from there so with them we are able to have patience we are able to have comfort we are able to have endurance we are able to have encouragement we are able to develop faith you know, the only thing that pleases God is faith. So they were written for us, and they happened to them so that we might learn. And upon whom the ends of the world have come. Hallelujah. Isn't that amazing that the ends of the world have come? Upon whom the ends of the world are come. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That is so good. Now let's go to the uh the we are going to be sharing some verses. I have uh, uh Luke chapter five um uh, from uh, verse one to eleven and uh what we also know that very uh chapter had the same, almost the same uh, discussion in the other Gospels, like uh, 
uh, in the book of Matthew, chapter 4, from verse 18 to 22. Again, the book of Matthew, chapter 4, from verse 18 to 22. And also the book of Mark, chapter 1, from 16 to 20. Okay? And um, let's see what we'll do about that. Let's, let's start from... Let's start from the book of Mark, Matthew. Then you will see what Luke did about this very topic. Luke did a thorough uh, teaching on 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 the uh, on the two fishermen, on how God met them, uh, on on the uh, uh, when He called the two of them, actually four of them. Anyway, we will see. Okay. Matthew chapter 4. Let's see. Hallelujah. You will see that he just kind of summarized it. Okay. I'm going to read from the King James Version. Okay. Matthew chapter 4 from verse 18. And I will be reading from other translations as well. See what the Lord says in those translations. Now, Matthew chapter 4 from verse 18, okay, uh, is the, the title of the uh, of this session is uh, Four Fishermen Called as Disciples. Verse 18 says, And Jesus walking by the sea of Galilee saw two brothers, Simon, called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. Then he said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. They immediately left their nets and followed him. Verse 21 says, Going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James the son of Zebedee and John his brother, in the boat with Zebedee their father, made in their net. He called them, and immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. Now here we don't know uh, the extent of they've been around the, uh, the, 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 the the lake or what they were doing. We don't know what they were. There is no detail about how long they have been fishing, whether they caught fish or whether they did not get any fish or what was going on in their mind. So we have no details about that. All we saw was Jesus was walking by the Sea of Galilee and he saw two brothers, Simon, uh, called Peter and Andrew, his brother. So they were casting the net into the sea for they were fishermen. And Jesus simply said to them, follow me and I will make you fishermen, and they immediately left their, their net and follow him. That's the details, okay? Now, let's go to the book of Mark, okay? Let's transition to the book of Mark, Mark chapter 1, okay? Mark chapter 1 from the 16. 16 says from verse 16, okay, again, four fishermen call as disciples. 
and I'm going to read from verse 16. And as he walked, who is walking? That is Jesus Christ. And as he walked by the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. Then Jesus said to them, Follow me, and I will make you become fishers of men. Verse 18. They immediately left their net and followed him. So you see, you see that. So the uh, the uh, uh, what we are seeing here is almost exactly as the one we've seen, we just read in the book of Matthew from uh, chapter four, from verse eighteen to twenty-two. Almost the same. So they immediately left their net and followed him. You see. So when he when he had gone a little farther from there. He saw James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, who also were in the boat mending their net. And immediately he called them, and they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the higher servants and went after him. So we see uh, those kinds of uh, uh, situations. Okay? Now, let's go to our Proof chapter, which is uh, the Luke chapter 6. Hallelujah. I mean, Luke chapter 5. Okay. Luke chapter 5, we are going to read from verse 1. Okay. So it was as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God. Hallelujah. As the multitude pressed about him. Just a moment. Okay. Okay. So the multitude were the people. Okay. They were the people pressing about the lake of Gennesaret. Uh, okay. So it's another name for the sea of Galilee. Okay. So so it was as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God. Or as the new NIV will say, he said one day as Jesus like a story. Okay. Or one day or it happens. Okay. And uh uh, King James Version says, and it came to pass. Hmm? It came to pass as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God. Okay? New Living Translation says, one day as Jesus was preaching on the shore of the Sea of Galilee, a great crowd pressed him on him to listen to the word of God. Isn't that amazing? You see? So it it's just the way many of these translations has framed it. So one you you can use some of these things to better have uh, uh, a, a a great understanding with the one that will impart you to actually know what is going on. Some some of the translation it might be old English, but when you read other translations, you might be able to see, oh, okay, this is what is happening. 
Okay? Now, so let's continue now, verse 2. And saw two boats. I'm reading from New King James Version now. That is, he saw two boats standing by the lake. But the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their net. Verse 3. Then he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to pull out a little from the land. And he sat down and cut the multitude. Uh, sorry. And he taught the multitude from the boat. Okay? So we uh, pause a little bit on that verse 3. So let me read uh, the New Living, okay? He said, verse 2 said, he said he noticed two empty boats at the water edge, okay? So for the fishermen had left them and were washing their net. So he's stepping into one of the boats. Jesus asked Simon, its owner, to push it out into the water. So he sat in the boat and told the crowd from there. Okay? So we are seeing that uh, there were two boats. So he got into one of the boats belonging to Simon. And he asked him to put out a little from there, from shore. Then he sat down and told the people from the boat. Okay, let's continue. Verse 4. When he had stopped speaking, that is when he had finished speaking. Okay, he has done, he has finished his assignment. He had used uh, uh, Peter's boat to, to uh, uh, deliver his sermon to the crowd that were there to receive the word of God. Now, time for Simon. Time for you, time for me. Time for you that is listening. God, there is a time for everything under the sun. So there will be a time for you, there will be a time for me. So no matter the situation, there will be a time for you. It cannot continue forever. There will be a time for me. Time for you. Hallelujah. So he now turned to Simon, put out into the deep, and lay down the net for a catch. Now, we have no idea. We don't have the detail here. What happened? But he simply said, he simply noticed that these guys have been fishing all night, maybe all day as well, and they could not catch any fish. But it was later that we heard about Simon giving the detail. But initially, we don't know. See, uh, Jesus simply said, put out into the deep water and let down the catch. It was after that time, in verse 5, then uh, Simon began to say, oh, master, we've worked hard all night. I haven't caught anything, 
But because you say so, I will lay down the net. See? So that is they have labored all night. They work hard all night. It's an he Peter was an experienced fisherman. He had uh taking free uh, uh uh this profession and 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 he has worked with this profession for a long time. So he's a skilled fisherman. So he know where to get fish. He know where not to get fish. Now we are seeing a situation where he had become frustrated. He has become hiding. Things were not working as usual. The same with us today. We are able to find disappointment. It doesn't matter whatever is going on. Whatever we are, the situation we find ourselves, sometimes we hit a roadblock. We see mountains. We see valley. Sometimes we even see a crooked whale. Sometimes we see tongues. We see snakes. And we run back. We are not able to move forward. Sometimes we see stagnation. Sometimes we see problems. Sometimes we see situations. And with all these things I have just named, which are laboring, they made us to work hard. They made us to labor. They made us to work all night trying to face the situation trying to change that situation, trying to make it work. Hallelujah. And there are many of us, they, they uh, are making it even harder. Why? Because they have turned away from God. We have not run to him. When it is all work and it's becoming hard. For example, many of us are having challenges at having the fruit of the womb. Many of us are having challenges of healing. Many of us are having challenges of finances. Many of us are having challenges of how do I move ahead. Many of us are having challenges of healing. Many of us are having challenges of what do I do. And there are all these things that are making it hard all night. We work hard all night. And we are not able to change that situation. The same way. Peter walked all night. He's a skilled fisherman, but he walked all night and he could not catch anything. He could not catch anything. He said, we, all, we walked hard all, uh, uh, all last night 
and didn't catch a thing. But if you say so, I will let down the net. And we caught nothing. But you say, because you say, or upon your word to put the net in the water, so I will do. Someone said, Master, we've worked hard all night. I haven't caught anything. But because you say so, I will let down the net. Master, we have toiled all night. I haven't taken nothing. Nevertheless, under word, I will let down the net. I will what? Let down the net under word. Taking your word into my heart. Believing your word, I will let down the net. And I won't. I will what? Let down the net. And when they had done this, they, they enclosed a great multitude of fish, and their net break. Okay, other translation says, and this time, that is verse 6. And, uh, but uh, let's see, okay, verse 5. Say, Master Simon replied, we walk hard all night and didn't catch a thing. But if you say so, I will let down, I will let the net down again. Verse 6. And this time, their net, their net were so full of fish, they began to tear. They began to what? Tear. Hallelujah. King James Version says their net simply break. Verse 7 says, And they beckoned unto their partners, which were in the other ship, that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both the ships, so that they began to walk, sink. That is what happens when we get blessed. When you have that business, you can't do it by yourself alone. You need people. And may the Lord bring you people right now in the name of Jesus. The Lord will bring to you People that he has positioned, people that he has earmarked, people that he, he has said that this will be the one that will work with you. This is the one that will come. Not people that are there to just grab, but people that are there to help. People that will raise up your hands, people that will raise you up people that will make you, they will come. And as they come, they too will bring other people. They will bring other people. They will bring other people. They will bring other people until your boat will begin to be filled. Hallelujah. 
So verse 8 says, When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down, and Jesus kneels, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he was astonished, and all that were with him at the drought of the fishes which they had taken. Hallelujah. So this is what happened when we approach Jesus, when we come to him. We confess our sins. We repent. And he is willing to forgive us our sins. He's willing to cleanse us. He's willing to renew us. He's willing to set us free. He's willing to deliver us. Hallelujah. For he was astonished, and all that were with him at the draught of the fish which they had taken. Verse ten says, and so and so was and and so was and, and so verse ten says, and so was also James and John, the sons of Zebedee, which were partnered with Simon. And Jesus said unto Simon, Fear not, from henceforth thou shalt catch fish. We can see that partnership has been in existence for many years now. So you can see James and John were partners with who? James. Hallelujah. So fear not. Fear not. From henceforth thou shalt catch men. And when they had brought Verse, seven, verse 11 says, And when they had brought their sheep to land, they forsook all and followed him. And when they had brought their sheep to the land, they forsook all. That is, as soon as they landed, they left everything and followed Jesus. <laughs> they left everything. They, they pulled their boat up on the shore left everything and followed him. All they've been laboring for, all they have been sweating for all night, and they saw the fruit of their labor. They brought their boat to the shore. They left everything and followed Jesus. They followed their calling. They followed what? Their calling. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Isn't that amazing? See, when we look at the Word of God, the Word of God became flesh. Hallelujah. The Word of God, what? Became flesh. You know, in Isaiah 55, verse 11, it said, So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void. So the word of God is tangible. The word of God, you can touch it. You can feel it. It's physical. Haven't you reached a, 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 a situation where sometimes you can feel it. You can touch it. It's like 
this is this is something here I can hold you. That's what it is sometimes. And the Lord wants it to be all time. And that is the reason why he doesn't need to start praying or singing singing songs for him to get into the realm to now pray to to heal or to do all the miracles. Or he just speaks the word and things happen. And why is it that that? Because all the time or continually like we've been advised to do so to pray always to pray continually huh? right pray without ceasing so he's in the same realm and he's been is 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 been praying is is he is in the father and the father is in him so whatever he does is what he has seen the father has done and if the father has healed he healed he's abiding in the father and whatever the father does he does so he is doing all this because he does not need to now okay it's time for healing so I have to go to my father. No, every time. Every time. Every time. So 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 that when he speaks the word of God, it's as though it's coming from the Father. Hallelujah. And the word will prosper in in the thing where where to he sent it. It's not like he comes back that he will not accomplish what he speaks. It's not like many of us we speak trash and because we are used to speaking trash it does not make any useful thing. It's useless and some of us just speak baseless. No, no uh not thinking before even speaking. Okay? <laughs> so we need to realize that whatever we are speaking, they are spirit. See? They are spirit. Whatever the Lord was speaking was not just in vain, but they are spirit. You know, John six sixty three says, it says, it is the spirit that quickeneth. The flesh profited nothing. The word that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. So the word became flesh. We see the word was with God. And the word was God. And we also see that word in John chapter 1 verse 14. Becoming flesh. Hallelujah. And he said in John in John uh, 6, 63 that he said, The word that I speak unto you, 
they are spirit and they are what life they bring out life they bring out death and they produce life from in us and god himself is spirit that is john 4:24 god himself is what spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth in other words the word of god is god himself if the word that he speak is spirit and god is spirit therefore the word of god is god himself meaning if we take the word of god by itself we are taking God by himself. And the word of God manifests himself in the flesh. And we are able to see him. We are able to have revelation. We are able to magnify him. We are able to worship him. We are able to adore him. We are able to take him at his word. The word we become tangible. Some people call it Rema word. You will sense that this is this is not normal. This is different. What I'm saying now will jump out of the page of paper. You become like visions. You see it that no, this is different. This is new. Hallelujah. And many people, when you when you go from Genesis to Revelation, many people have taken the word of God and just stick with it. And we can name so many of them. Okay? But like I said at the beginning, that all this that happens, they are examples. They are what examples. They are there, like uh, you know, we 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 do uh, examples first. Like if you are doing mathematics, some people call it arithmetic, and usually they do examples. Maybe simple addition. So you have to first of all do examples and teach people how to add one plus one equals to two. So from there, based on that examples you have given, so you can then say, okay, one plus one plus one plus one. Then people will say, oh, okay, from this example, it's going to be three. From what I have been given now. So you walk from your examples to where you are. So what happens with all this part of the word of God that will be presented with, they are examples from which we we build up our faith. We are able to stand strong. We are able to use these examples and we are able to walk with them and be able to defeat Satan, be able to walk with with the word of God 
and be able to stand strong that we may not fall. Why? Because the ends of the world are come. Hallelujah. The word of the, the, the end of the world has come. Hallelujah. Now, let me just give you uh, an example. You know, Jesus was speaking. He was speaking, okay, to his disciples. He said, you are my friends in John chapter 15, verse 14. He said, you are my friends if you do whatever I command you. In other words, if you obey my word, you know, Peter simply said, okay, at your word, let me be obedient to what you said. Let me go ahead and just obey what you said. You said I should lower my my neck, but I know from uh, uh, experience, I know from my many years of fishing that I have labored here and even last night I have done all the the trials. I, there's no fish here. With my own natural eye, there's no fish here. Well, <laughs> based on what you have said, you might be stupid. You, 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 you probably don't know the scale of fishing, but let me test you whether uh, what you are saying will make sense. Or maybe you don't know what I'm talking about. Do you know I'm an experienced uh, fisherman? Well, let's see. Let me test you whether uh, what you are saying will make sense. And he obeyed. Sometimes the word of God, the instruction from the word of God, Sometimes it can be stupid. It can be foolishness. Sometimes you use foolish things to just see how smart we are. Hallelujah. And uh, he obeyed. You see, assuming he had not obeyed, that would have been another story. In the first case, he will not catch fish. And who knows? He probably would not have been a disciple. Now, we've seen that after that, he knelt down and confessed that I'm a sinner. It's what we always pray when we come to him. I'm a sinner. Depart from me. He saw his fitness, he saw himself, he saw his heart, that he may have said all this in his heart, and now I've been hearing about this guy. I'm sure he's heard, he has heard about uh, Jesus, because the, the, the scripture in the, in the very first verse says, and the crowds, he may have heard about somebody called Jesus, going about preaching the word of God. So now he's now being impacted by the same person that he may have gossiped about, talked things about. Now he's here uh, impacting him and say, wow, I, 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 I repent. Forgive me. 
I've come to you. Forgive me, I'm a sinner. I'm not worthy to even stand near you. Depart from me. Hallelujah. And Jesus told him, from today, you will catch men. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank God for today. We thank God that no matter what we are going through, it might be disappointment, it might be failure. Just count it. It might be challenges. It might be uh, things that we do not know. But when we dive on the Word of God, when we take the Word of God as it is given, we just let it internalize in us, let it make sense in us. Sometimes it will not make sense. Sometimes it makes a stupid, it makes a good stupid word. But that is, sometimes that is what, that is the word that you need. Sometimes it will not make sense. For example, it said, uh, love all your enemies. This is your enemy. The word of God is saying, love our enemies. Pray for our enemies. It does not make sense. This is your enemy. It, it does not make sense. The same way, let down your net in a place where an experienced fisherman has fished all night, all day. No fish. But he obeyed and the net was breaking. The net broke. Then he has to beckon to uh, uh, other people to come and help rescue. And they came, the boat were sinking. In obedience to what he has said, let down the net. The same way, the same spirit that spoke, let down the net. I mean, uh, yeah, let down the net. The same spirit that said, love your neighbor. The same. Who knows when we do that, what will happen? But in our own mind, we see that loving our neighbors it does not make sense. <laughs> it does not make sense. <laughs> does that make sense? No, it doesn't. In our natural mind, it does not make sense. In the same way, Peter, letting down the net in that place where he had tried to catch fish all night, all day, no fish, it does not make sense. You see, so it's so important that some we need to take the word of God as it comes. If it comes to you, do this, and the word of God that has come to you, you better be obedient of what he has told you. The word of God has been spoken, you, you receive it, he put it in your heart, this is what he says to you. And you better be obedient at it. Hallelujah. Like I said, most of the time, it will not make sense. Hallelujah. It will not what? Make sense. Hallelujah. This is what I always say every time. The only, the, 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 we, we are going to be tried 
to see how the essence of our love in our heart with people who is going to make us angry. It, we are not going to find people who are going to make us happy around. Then how would I know if if you are loving? How would he know if you are loving? People that are surrounding you are people who just say, oh, I love you. Oh, I love you. <laughs> no. But there will be a time where he will position you with people who will hate you, who don't like you. Then we will know who if you are if you are loving, if you have that love in your heart. We know how the extent of love that you have, how you will be able to handle these guys, how you will be able to handle these persecutors, how you will be able to handle these challenges. Then you will know where you stand. Without that, we don't know where we stand. Yeah. There will be haters. There will be enemies. There will be persecutors. There will be people trying to kill us. But that is the word of God. You have to take the word of God as it comes. And they are giving for us so that we may learn from them and be able to move on, develop patience, develop endurance, develop joy, develop peace, and develop faith. From there, we, we, we generate the faith that moves mountains. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we just want to thank you now. We bless you. We thank you for all that you have for us. We are committing ourselves before you. We repent before you right now in the name of Jesus. I am a sinner. Just as we have said, just as Peter have said, I am a sinner. I sin all day. I, I see things which I'm not supposed to see. And I think about things which I'm not supposed to think about. You will not think about them. Meditating on trash. Touching things which are, we are not supposed to touch. Saying things we are not supposed to see. I repent. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for your mercy. Thank you for your forgiveness. Wash away every fittiness in my life, in my family, in my household, in everywhere I go. Let me be a tool in the hands of the Holy Spirit. Let me be your legs, your hands, your mouth. Hallelujah. Let me impart people. Let me be uh, a vessel that you, you have poured your oil. You pour, you pour, you overflow in the name of Jesus. So shall it be to you listening right now in the name of Jesus. The Lord will take you as a vessel and begin to pour, 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 and you overflow. Begin to overflow. Overflow. It's not it's not enough. No. Not enough is not of God, but overflow. In his fullness we dwell. In his fullness. 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 
overflow. Hallelujah. And we just want to thank God for the nations. Thank God for your nations. In his peace, you have peace. Pray for the government. Pray for the people. Pray for your community. Pray for the the uh, the armed forces, the security of the nations. Pray for the uh, men and women God has placed in your church. Place for your ministers, men and women. Pray for the body of Christ. Pray for all people. We are there to intercede for everyone, to pray for everyone. Hallelujah. Pray for all of them right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we give you praise. We give you the honor in the name of Jesus. Let us take your word as you have spoken it. Let your word impart us. Let us be a light in the midst of darkness. And darkness cannot comprehend the light that comes. And when dark when darkness see the light come, the darkness they just disappear. I have seen a a, a a place where darkness is comprehending uh, uh is overcoming uh light. But today we are almost seeing darkness taking over nations. We are seeing things that are not supposed to be said. We are seeing lifestyles. We are seeing all kinds of things which are just an abomination. But we are seeing it appearing. Father, may it not occur in the name of Jesus. Let there be a change in the name of Jesus. Let there be a change in the nations. Let there be a change in the cities. Let there be a change in the communities. Let there be change in the household. Let there be a change in the minds and hearts of the people. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You know, a couple of weeks ago, I talked about renewing our mind. Now, as a born-again child of God, as a believer, what we need to be doing with our lives, you know, most of the things, challenges we have is the fact that we are having a mind problem, which means we are not working on our mind. The devil works and working on our mind. So we need to be renewing our mind. We need to constantly not get used to the world system, worldliness. Rather, we are position to be transformed, not being part of the system, the world system, rather be transformed, be a light, be an example, rather than we copying. We ought to be 
things that will impact, things that will change, things that will modify, not things that will modify us, but we being things that will modify them. Let it be so in the name of Jesus. Let it be so in the name of Jesus. Let us impact. Let us impact the nations. Let us be an example to the nations. In the name of Jesus, we bless you, Father. We give you all the praises. Our time has run out. My time has run out. I just wanted to encourage you that no matter what we are going through, no matter the situation, remember you were raised with Christ. Seek those things which are above where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. And let us set our mind on things above, not on things on the earth. For you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. Where Christ, who is our Father, appears, then we also will appear with him in glory. So Christ is our life. So when he appears, we also appear. Hallelujah. We thank God. We bless you, Father. We give you all the glory in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We worship you. In the name of Jesus. Now, if you've heard this message and this is the first time you have turned into this station, I just wanted to encourage you to recognize the word of God. See, if you don't know him, I just want to encourage you right now, just as Peter says, he said, I am a sinner. Depart from me. I just want you to recognize the fact that we are all sinners. Don't take it as something that is very bad. Well, <laughs> we are all sinners. It's bad. We need to come to him. Okay? Uh, what I mean is that don't consider your sin as the worst that he cannot save that, oh, this sin is too much, he cannot save me. No, he will save you. No matter how the extent of our sin, he's willing to save us. Hallelujah. So, the word is near you in your mind, and it's in your heart. That is the word of faith, which we preach, that if you confess with your mind the Lord Jesus, and they believe in your heart, that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mind confession is made unto salvation. For the scriptures say, whoever believes in him will not be put to shame. For there is no distinction between Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich to all who call upon him. For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. So you see that if you call on him today, Call on him, uh, re repent, uh, tell him your heart 
and he will save you. Hallelujah. So my time has run out. Call upon him. Uh, love him. We love you, Jesus. And we, 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 we want to be your child. Tell him your heart as a child. Tell his father. It's your Lord. It's your Savior. And he will come to you. Hallelujah. There's no one that will call upon him. He will say, no, I will not hear you. There's no one that will call upon his name that he will not answer. Okay? So he will answer you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We bless you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father.